Welcome to Warren Radio with your hosts, the Watchman Dana Smith and Tower. Thanks for listening. Greetings in the name of the Lord and welcome to Warren Radio. This is Tower. I'm here with the Watchman and we are glad you joined us. Please send all your prayer requests and correspondence to us through our contact page at warn-usa.com. You can listen to our Warren Radio episodes on warn-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. And Warren Radio is now on the following platforms. Amazon Prime Music in Podcast, Spreaker, Blueberry, iHeartRadio, iTunes Player, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play Music, Blog Talk Radio, Podcast Addict, CastBox, Google Podcast, Deezer, Spotify, and Anchor. And do not miss these posts on warn-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. Faith of Jesus in a World of Evil Faith of Jesus, we can clearly see the faith of Jesus Christ daily in this world of evil. The days of lawlessness warned about by the Apostle Paul are clearly upon our generation. American vipers destroying the souls of men is today a pastime for many. The fact is, our social media has allowed people to strike others as a viper. False visions and untempered mortar are the common bond of a society that has fallen away from the Lord. This is the latest post on warn-usa.com. House Divided, Intro to Fighting God, the Kingdom War. House Divided, Fighting the Kingdom War, we introduce you to the kingdoms and delve into this spiritual battle. Today, everything is politically correct. However, this war is not politically driven. East Wind Judgment, Isaiah's Prophetic Book, Part 60 on Battle Lines. East Wind Judgment demonstrates the judgment of the Lord. In Psalm 107 and verse 25, we find the Lord commands and brings up the stormy wind. Be sure to get your copy of The Rising by the watchman Dana Glenn Smith. The Rising is a Christian fiction thriller. The Rising continues the story of Mac, a former black ops sniper, and details the takeover of America. There's danger and intrigue. The nation is at risk. Mac battles to survive the forces bent on destroying him and America. Can he save the United States? Find out by getting your copy of The Rising. It's available on Amazon, Barnes and Nobles, Books a Million, Instagram, Walmart, Google Play, Angus and Robertson. And you can also order your book from by going to danaclinsmith.com and feature um, to our bookstore where we feature The Rising and other Christian books and resource and that's at danaglinsmith.com and now I welcome in the watchman You're listening to Warren Radio on the WIBR Warren Radio Network. Don't forget to visit our websites at warren-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. And also follow us on Twitter, find us on Instagram, and join us on LinkedIn. (music) 
things, Dana. How are you doing tonight? Well, you know, in spite of the election, I'm doing good. Yeah, it's... Greetings, Dana. How are you doing today? I'm doing, oh, doing good. Good. How about you? I'm doing great. Today yeah. is Groundhog's Day. So, I don't know what happened. Did he see his shadow or not? Well, he did see his shadow, according to two sources uh, that I okay. ran into by accident. It's not one of those things I search for. So it it means that we will have six more weeks of winter. Well, you know, we could look at it this way. We're going to have six more weeks of weather, and after <laughs> that, we're still going to have weather. We are. Might be more winter. <laughs> if he didn't see a shadow, it would have been an early spring, but... Well, that's really the emphasis, an early spring. Yes, that's what we want. And we've gotten a lot of snow this year. Boy, so. we have. More than last year. Well, it sure seemed like it. Yes, it does. Well, there was a year that when I was digging out, it was really deep. Not too long ago. And this year has been pretty deep, too. So at any rate, we hope everything's fine wherever you're at today. We are in Isaiah. This is our Thursday night battle lines on Warren Radio. This is the WIBR, the Watchman Alert Radio Network. I'm the Watchman. Towers with me. And the dog is somewhere around here sleeping, She's, waiting for us to get done. So she can have her treat. Yep. At any rate, it's been beautiful. It was beautiful today. Yeah, the weather's warmed up and the snow's starting to melt. Yeah, and we had below zero, really, really cold, way, way below zero. And today I was standing in the sun outside and it felt so good. Oh, it, it just does was unreal you know it's hard to believe we have those temperature swings like that because what was it 30 below what what, what was it no oh, it was pretty cold yeah wind chill factor was 30 to 50 below oh it was miserable yeah well at any rate here we are with isaiah chapter 51 we're on the downhill slide here and we're coming up to chapter 52 of Isaiah, which is just a dynamite chapter. And so, we'll be looking forward to that. Yes, we will. So, uh, if you're ready. Okay. Awaken Jerusalem, Isaiah's prophetic book, part 159 on battle lines. Awaken Jerusalem gives to those in Jerusalem and to the returning captives. They had gone into captivity for their sins, but the Lord God brings them back, and thus they are told to awaken. Shake off the captivity and trouble, for the Lord has redeemed his people as well as Jerusalem. As they were wrung out, drunk they as they were wrung out, drank of the cup of the Lord's wrath to the full. Redemption has sought out her sons and daughters. The judgment came and went and were not comforted. Now they are comforted by the Lord who will bring them back and bless them. Awaken Jerusalem. And now back to you. I'll see you on the other side. Okay. You know, every you know when I see this, and I was looking at it again before the show, and uh, the verse itself says, Awake, awake. Stand up, O Jerusalem which hast drunk at the hand of the Lord the cup of his fury, which thou hast drunken the dregs of the cup of trembling and wrung them out. Well, if you ever had the old-fashioned campfire coffee, and being as I did a lot of hunting and fishing and camping and things with my dad and with others, you know, the one thing you do with the campfire coffee, you get your pot, you put it on the campfire, you get it hot and throw in a scoop of coffee. Half a cup, cup. 
and you let that go and cook just like that for a while. Then you put cold water right in the top of it, and that'll knock all the grounds at the bottom. Those grounds at the bottom are called the dregs. That's the last bit of coffee. And, uh, you know, when we're talking of judgment, uh, Judah drank. And, and, and see, we always use this, the Lord, the cup of his fury. And they drank the drunken, uh, they had drunken the dregs of the cup of, of trembling and wrung them out. In other words, the severity of this uh, judgment of 70 years in Babylon was extensive. You know, they, they didn't listen to the prophets. They didn't listen finally to Jeremiah. And when they were sent into captivity, I mean, it, it, everything went. The priests, the prophets, you know, the temple, the wall, Jerusalem, you know, the fields were not kept. They did leave some, some of the poor and the others there to tend whatever they needed tending. But, uh, you know, the king was taken, his sons was taken, the priests were taken, the prophets were taken. I mean, everybody. Clear down to the, you know, the dregs, the very... They, that fury hit every corner of them. And so now he's telling them to awake because the judgment's over. The ones who had drinking, you know, the fury of the Lord because they wouldn't listen. And, you know, and, and what I'm thinking is, you know, this is a good time to listen to Scripture. Mm -hmm. And that is, don't ignore the warnings of the Lord in Scripture. Because there will come a time when he will call you on it. And I, I think of America, one who resembles Mystery Babylon a lot, and resembles even Judah, because of the fact that they didn't listen, and they thought that they were above getting removed like that. And America just continues on its own and does stuff that is immoral. Now, make no mistake of it, in America, we've got people that do not like what's going on in America. I'm one of them, and so's Tower. We know quite a few people that are just absolutely horrified at, at what is going on in this country and the darkness and the, and the garbage they're doing, out-and-out out sin and uh, blood guilt and everything else. There's a lot of issues here with America. And the one thing that we would want, and when I seen this verse, I thought, that's what I want America to do. Awake, awake. You know, and because this is mentioned twice, let every uh, witness, you know, be con let everything be confirmed by two or three witnesses. And so this was repeated twice, the witness of awake. And, and it was urging Jerusalem to recover from this and get over it because it's over. Not to look back at this, but to look forward. And they had gone through it. And if you were just released and say you were some of the first ones back into Jerusalem, after 70 years, it would take you a while to even understand that you're really back in the land, that you're, you're, you're going to rebuild the temple, you're going to rebuild the walls. Nehemiah was rebuilding the walls. And uh, it, it just amazes me when I think of that. And then I think of, you know, I think of where we're at today. And if you go through the same kind of judgment, believe me, you do not want to go this kind of, through this kind of judgment. But see, America will and the world will. But only it'll be a worse judgment than we've ever seen before. It'll be during the tribulation. And uh, there's a lot of issues. When, when you look at the true, uh, true sides of the 
you know, a tribulation of what's coming. Now, see there again, when you do that, you've got to look into um, the other scriptures to balance it out and get more information because there's a lot of stuff about the end of days, you know, that you can find in uh, the Old Testament. Some of the major prophecies and the way we even believe today about the end of days is found in the Old Testament. Uh, so here, the command to wake up out of the stupor of judgment. You know, what we want America to do is to wake out of the stupor of rebellion mm -hmm. and uncleanness before the Lord. Uh, we want the churches to wake up. You know, we want the pastors to wake up. We want the profane pastors to stop it. We want the unbelievers to stop it. And see, and, and the more you ignore it and the more that you are bold and prideful, you're just running up the bill that you're going to have to pay during this time of judgment when God finally sends judgment. And you are not going to like it. And of course, one thing that is pointed out here too is that, you know, the cup that they're drinking is is a, a very potent cup and and it's compared to you know a cup of intoxicating effects well in our neck of the woods you know a lot of them you know i was raised the big thing was around here was coors beer or whiskey and uh you know no doubt if you ever tried the whiskey you know that has intoxicating effects but see, when we look at the rebellion, when we look at what people are doing in the end of days, even uh, the woman, uh, the harlot, uh, who is seen with, you know, the, the cup of abominations, that's likened to wine or an intoxicating drink. Because the nations actually become drunk in the pleasurable effects of the sins that they're imbibing in. And and it's like they're in a drunken stupor that won't wake up, and they just keep doing this and relishing this filth and uh, this godlessness that they're doing. And and that's really, you can see this happening today in America with the wokeism, uh, with the war on abortion to kill babies, with the states celebrating over killing a baby uh, after they've been born alive. This is honest to God what they're doing. And today I've seen another one whose governor was going to sign it and the women were all standing around him happy. There was men there. You know, and this, this, is, this is not a standard abortion. This is killing a live baby that was born alive and they're going to murder it. And it's up till so many months after. Now see, that is an example of being so much in a stupor and intoxicated with this rebellion and what you're able to do finally, uh, that, that it's likened unto being drunk. And so when you are Judah and you've been in, in this kind of a, a drunken stupor of judgment where you couldn't get away, it's going to take you a while to wake up. That's why the Lord tells them, wake up. Don't just sit down there and shake your head. Get up, stand up, walk, act, you know, like, like you believe what I'm telling you. Get up there and move around. Because you ain't going to get nothing built sitting on your butt. You got to get up. If you're going to build a wall, if you're going to build something, if you're going to clean up, you got to get going. And, and, of course, they did get it going. Took them a while. Now, in Isaiah 51, 9 through 13, and we did this earlier, Awake, awake, put on strength, O arm of the Lord. Awake as in the ancient days and the generations of old. I'm not going to read the whole thing because uh, we did this uh, not too long ago. And, and so, you know, we have it uh, again in 5117. And, you know, that emphasizes trying to wake up the people. 
from the horror that they went through. And of course, remember, you have to learn from your mistakes. You can't forget it. You got to know that that's why you went into captivity. You wouldn't listen in the first place. You were doing things that were against God. And in America, you know, for as long as I can remember, you know, when I was growing up in the 50s and 60s, you know, you wouldn't even think of killing babies after they were alive. That was murder. And now we've got states that have passed it as a law. And we've even got Satanists here, and we got the big one in their big church over there, wherever it's at. I was thinking New York. I'm not really sure where it's at. Maybe Pennsylvania. I don't know if it was in Pennsylvania or not, but I remember seeing the statue and everything. And see, they want to be able to hold a satanic ceremony around each one of these babies uh, that are being murdered because they are going to use it to worship Satan as a sacrifice to the devil. See, we should be sacrificing to the Lord God. Now, sacrifice to the Lord is a broken and a contrite heart. And, Not a baby. And confession. Yeah, you don't kill a baby. God wants to save the babies. You know, another thing this does, this takes away the opportunity to see God divinely heal the baby. But see, you got so many people in this America that don't believe in the Lord, let alone divine healing. So, you know, so that's 5117. You know, we're waking up, you know, <laughs> supposedly. You know, 5118 says, There is none to guide her among all the sons whom she has brought forth. Neither is there any that take her by the hand of all the sons that she has brought up. Now, there's a couple of things here that I think of when I read this. Now, in Psalm 142, 4, it says, I looked on my right hand and beheld there was no man that would know me. Refuge, pa refuge failed me, and no man cared for my soul. See, the judgment upon Judah was so terrible, you know, now here it says that it was compared to an intoxicated person who needs help to guide him, you know, to get home. But there was nobody to help Judah. Of course there was nobody to help Judah because that was judgment. And that's the whole idea of judgment. And of course when Babylon struck, they were taken immediately. And in the old days like that, when they were taken captives, they didn't treat the captives very nice. And I don't know if they did this or not, but many times the captives could be, you know, all tied together with a rope around their necks. Um, they could even be naked and, and tied around the necks and having their hands tied behind them. Um, there's a lot of ways they could have done it. But I, I think that Babylon... Maybe they wouldn't have done that, but it, it was horrific. And there was a lot of people that died because there was a wicked that wouldn't repent. And, of course, even Ezekiel, you know, who was a prophet, was taken in captivity. And 51.19, these two th things are come unto thee, who shall be sorry for you, or thee. Desolation, destruction, and the famine, and the sword. By whom shall I comfort thee? <laughs> you want to be comforted? Take your pick. Do you want desolation? Do you want destruction? Do you want a famine? Or you just want a sword? 
You know, the sword would be quicker. The famine would starve you to death. Destruction, it doesn't tell you what kind of destruction. Could be anything. It'd probably be an invasion. Desolation would be after that because there's nothing left. There's nothing to eat. But see, in this case, Judah was taken into captivity. So were the northern tribes, and they were invaded by Sennacherib's dad, you know, the Assyrian king, who was very famous and very strong, very powerful. And the northern tribes were not were carried away, period, captive. And they were never returned to the land, although some of them eventually could have escaped. But uh, even some of the Jews say today that there was some of the northern tribes that that didn't get taken, that they had escaped. And so they're back in the land and the Lord's telling them to wait up, wake up. And uh, the land is a mess. How are you going to get your fields planted? Where are you going to get the seed? See, when you have a harvest, you save seed out for the next harvest. Only a pool. You know, see, see there's a big thing in modern America that we've done for many generations. And that is, you know, they'll take the pumpkin seed and they'll roast them and make them into something to eat. They'll do that with sunflower seeds and other things. But in the old days, you know, you needed to save the seeds. You know, you're, you're not going to eat all the seeds. That's your food for next year. And so when they did, they were taken... Jude, there was nobody from Judah that was really going to take care of the land or repair it. And Babylon had gone through there and destroyed the land and Jerusalem by the sword. And there wasn't anybody left. They took a lot of people captive. And, and of course, they had some people left in the land. But, you know, wasn't like it was before. And so there again, I, I, I look at America. And in America, we've always grown our own food. We've always had abundance, except during, you know, the Great Depression. But there's some that didn't, weren't even affected by the Great Depression. Now, my dad, his dad, had a government job. He also, they both also lived over in Catalina. And a lot of her relatives were in Southern California. And they weren't affected by this 30s Depression like the rest of the country was. Matter of fact, I think it was John Fitzgerald Kennedy that said he didn't even know there was a depression. Yeah, that's right. And Tower said yes, that's correct. I mean, think about it. And if you're living in America, think about America. If you're a Christian, you know darn well that this country is not right with God, let alone even, I mean, even being friendly. You know, we're not even friendly with one another. You know, we are divided to the point we hate one another. You know, people, just the mention of Trump, they just go catatonic. I've seen something today where some woman was being elected to a post and... She had gone into an anxiety attack at the thought of Trump winning when he won. She just went absolutely blitzkrieg. Now they 
trying to put her in a in another position of government. You know, so here comes Trump. Whoop. <laughs> Sorry, lady. <laughs> I mean, it's nuts. You know, and, and that's what people do. Mad Maxine, I'll tell you, that woman is catatonic. And, and you, you know, that that's the way it is. You know, the, these Democrats, they're, and I'm sorry to say that it's the Democrats that act like they are crazy. You can't do nothing. And none of them seem bothered with filling up a nation full of people that really don't care about America. They just want a handout. If you want to care for America, you need to stop the free people coming in and, you know, take care of it. But see, Judah couldn't do that because they were in captivity for 70 years. Then all of a sudden the Lord God shows up and said, Okay, I'm going to set you free. Well, Daniel was paying attention to the book. So he started spreading it around in Babylon that they're about ready to be delivered. And that's what basically, you know, when we look at Daniel and what he did, he had a lot of very important prophecies. But he knew that it was time for the children of Judah to go back into their land because the judgment would be over. And another thing, Daniel trusted the word that was written, you know, by Jeremiah and also Isaiah had talked about it. And see, Ezekiel 14 writes that, and he's probably remembering all this at the time. I'm not sure the date of his writing. For thus saith the Lord God, how much more when I send my four sore, ju uh, sore judgments upon Jerusalem. The sword, the famine, the noisome beast, and the pestilence. To cut, it, to cut off from it man and beast. Now see, when you have war, you wind up with famine afterwards. The crops and the pestilence also comes as a result of war. The, no the beasts come in because they eat up the dead carcasses and there's nobody to stop them because it's been totally destroyed. And most of those that are left are trying to get out of the way of these wild animals so they don't get eaten. And, and if you're really weak because you haven't eaten, these beasts would eat you. So, you know, when God sends judgment, the sword, the famine, noisome beasts, and the pestilence. If you think he diddles around, God just messes around in judgment, you got another thing coming. And that's why fear of the Lord is due here in America. It's time for Americans to fear the Lord. It's time for Americans to put away their pride. We got pride in everything, even our sins. We have pride in our rebellion. We have pride in our division. We have pride because we're not even a male or a female. We're a them, there, or her, or something else. You know, we have pride because we have, we have the ability now to kill innocent babies when we want to, practically. Do you not think that God will judge for that? And we're reading, and we have been reading about God's judgment on Judah and what they didn't do that they should have done. Do you think God is going to let America get by and the nations get by when they are proud and sinful and corrupt and they're murderous? Do you think God's going to allow the nations to get away? No. That's why we have a judgment of nations. That's why every nation and every person within those nations are going to be subject to the judgment of Yahshua, Jesus. But he says in here, Yet behold, therein shall be left a remnant that shall be brought forth, both sons and daughters, 
And behold, they shall come forth unto you, and ye shall see their way and their doings, and you shall be comforted concerning the evil that I have brought upon Jerusalem, even concerning all that I have brought upon it. And they shall comfort you when you see their ways and their doings, and you shall know that I have not done without cause all that I have done in it, saith the Lord God. In other words, they would see and understand what God sent the judgment for. Because they surely didn't pay attention when uh, they were warned by the prophets. And especially the last prophet, Jeremiah. And see, when you look at the cup of trembling, you can think directly into the tribulation. <clears throat> because there's going to be a cup of trembling upon the nations. Now there's a cup right now being poured out. And it's being, it has been poured out for some time. And that's the cup of the woman with all the abominations. And it gets poured out upon the nations. And they drink of that cup and imbibe in these abominations. It's as, as if they get drunk on all this sin that they're able to do. And uh, the demons fill the place with de demonic activity of uncleanness. And the people lose all sense of morality. And they rejoice as if it's in a great party where, you know, sexual immorality and abominations can be done no matter what kind they are, and you rejoice over it and are giddy and happy, it's not going to last forever. But see, God has another cup, and it'll destroy. It'll destroy the unclean thing. And it's known as the cup of trembling, because when God sends judgment... Even your strong men are trembling like children. It is so horrible. And that's the kind of judgment that's coming to America and the world. And of course, in the church, most of the people in the church believe they're going to go in the pre-trib rapture. But I got news for you. There's judgment that's going to be here before the major judgment we see in the tribulation. 5120. This again details. It says, Thy sons have fainted. They lie at the head of all the streets, known also as the strong lions. They were the ones who defended Jerusalem. And even the northern tribes, they were strong, the ones who fought. And instead of winning, they lie at the head of all the streets as a wild bull in a net. They are full of the fury of the Lord, the rebuke of thy God. They're dead. Or they're afraid and hiding, or they're running away. So the completion of this from the prophet is the finality of destruction for those young lions. Their sons are now dead. Judah would not repent and thus judgment came and with it their own sons are killed. And I know I'm bringing in America a lot, but America needs to repent. Because I don't want it to be destroyed, do you? Mm -mm. So, somebody needs to listen. Somebody needs to repent in America, like a majority of Americans. And I mean, we need to repent of everything. And we need to stop what we're doing. But we're not going to. Because we are drunk on, the, on this cup. And we, we don't hear the Lord because of our pride. Put away your pride. Put it down. Humble yourself before the Lord God. And confess your sins. 
Wheat before the Lord and ask him to spare your country and your life. Maybe, just maybe, this nation could repent. Now, so the time's up. The timeline has changed. And so it's time for Judah to pay attention now. And that's why we started with the first verse of Awake, Awake. So Isaiah says, Thus saith the Lord thy God, and thy God that pleadeth the cause of his people. See, that's what he's doing now. The judgment's over. He's pleading the cause of those who are left. And he says this, Behold, I have taken out of thine hand the cup of trembling, even the dregs of the cup of my fury, and thou shalt drink it no more again. Four words. Your judgment is over. And God doesn't lie. I will turn your judgment around and feed him that afflicted you with the cup you drank from. So now it's going to be Babylon's turn. And I've always said this about this with Babylon and Judah. You know, the freedom of Judah came at the same time the judgment and destruction came to Babylon. So while Babylon was destroyed by Cyrus, the very guy that destroyed them set free the Jews, told them to go build the temple and rebuild Jerusalem. And he acknowledged the Lord God of Israel. He knew the Lord had called him to do this. Cyrus was called the anointed of the Lord because of what he did. And God called him to do it. See, our judgment is not even begun yet. And I would say, add a little uh, uh, addendum to that, is with all of the people coming across the border, this is, this is going to pretty much bring America to a standstill. And because you have you know, and this is this is how God used Biden as judgment. And the Lord even made it known to me well in advance of the election where Trump was going for a second that there would be something about this election that would change everything, what people were expecting. And then before the election, by about six months, the Lord told me, when you see Joe Biden, get elected, this will begin judgment. And those are the exact words I was told. I didn't want to hear that. Now you see, Biden's been in and he's got, well, what, two years or a little less? A little less. And he's done more to destroy America right now than any other president in history. And we call him weak, demented, he has dementia, he has senile, senility, all the symptoms. But God used him to destroy America more than any other. He's used the Democrats and their pride and what they do to help bring America down. And there's one man in this entire country that has chance to bring it down, to bring down all the bad stuff, and that was Donald Trump. A lot of people don't like him, but more than a lot love him because they know what he'll do. He will fix it. And the Democrats are afraid to death of him fixing it. See, and that's the division. That's the issue right there, along with the sin. Along with the things Americans want to do. Now you see Judah had her, her divisions as well. Judah had a lot of issues. 
and they served a lot of different gods. They had violated the sanctity and holiness of the temple. The church, you know, the leaders of, of Judah were leading the people astray. And we may be talking about Judah a long time ago, but Judah now is back in the land and she still has troubles. She still don't have a temple. And it's still a mess over there. And so, you're not going to be able to enjoy the America that, that I grew up in. Because that America's gone. Almost wiped totally away. And I don't want that. I want America to repent. And I'm sure there were Jews that didn't want Judah destroyed. They didn't want the temple restored, uh, destroyed. But everything was destroyed. The system of prophets, the Levites, everything was everything was removed. Everything that they knew, going clear back to Abraham, when they got out of judgment, they had to have somebody to teach them over again of the law because they had been in Babylon for so long, learning the pagan ways of the Babylonians. But see, you reach a point after that judgment, and see, America hasn't even got to the judgment yet. We've got to chastisement here. But we haven't got to the real judgment, and you'll know it when it comes. You won't see it coming at all. Behold, I've taken out of your hand the cup of trembling, even the dregs of the cup of my fury, and you'll no more drink it. Now, they can find healing. Isaiah 54, now that's ahead. But this one says, verse 6, For the Lord has called thee as a woman forsaken and grieved in spirit, a wife of, of youth when thou was refused, saith the God. Now see, when you was refused, that's judgment, because she was forsaken because of her sins. For a small moment have I forsaken thee, but with great mercies will I gather thee. And so that's what's happened, you know, when they got out of Babylon. That's the mercy of God. In a little wrath I hid my, hid my face from thee for a moment, but with everlasting kindness will I have mercy on thee, saith the Lord thy Redeemer. Per, <laughs> I like this, for a moment I hid my face. Thank God he didn't hide longer than that. Can you imagine if God removed his grace from this earth? Can you imagine if God and everything he tried to do for man suddenly disappeared and you were left here with the devil? What in the literal hell that he occupies do you think would happen to earth? This, this earth does not belong to the devil. And if you're a Christian, your family don't belong to the devil. And it doesn't mean you have to be sick, doesn't mean you have to be poor, doesn't mean you have to be a lot of things. But one thing you better be in, that is have faith and trust him and put him first in everything. And give glory to his name and worship him. But see, this is a beautiful little portion here. You know, he called her, called them as a woman forsaken and grieved in spirit, a wife of youth. But God couldn't do anything with her because she was full of sin. She went into judgment. And he says, I only forsook you for a while. 
But now with my mercies, I'm going to bring you back. And it was a little wrath. <laughs> Thank God. I hid my face from you because he can't look on sin. They were full of sin. They wouldn't repent. That ain't God's fault you don't repent. You face the wrath of God because you refuse to repent. You lose your nation. You know, there's those of you out there that want socialism. And, you know, and, and talk about stupidity. There's not one socialist nation on the face of this earth that does not oppress its own people and one socialist nation that's ever been successful. Not one. Even Russia. Even China. Having freedoms, being free? No. For this is as the waters of Noah unto me, for as I have sworn that the waters of Noah should no more go over the earth, so I have sworn that it would not be wroth with thee, nor rebuke thee. For the mountains shall depart, and the hills be removed, but my kindness shall not depart from thee, neither shall the covenant of my peace be removed, saith the Lord that has mercy on thee. Now those are some pretty strong covenant words that God gave Israel. And there's still a portion of them that are standing on that. But see, part of that covenant was the coming of the Lord, Yahshua. He told them. He is weeping over Jerusalem, said, Oh, Jerusalem, Jerusalem. How oft would I have gathered thee, gathered thee as a mother hen does her chicks, but you would have none of it. And it was Jerusalem, Jerusalem, he said, thou who stonest the prophets. They didn't listen to the prophets. They stoned them, tried to kill them. And one of the last things he said, behold, your house is left unto you desolate. And it was. And when they were all testifying before Pilate, Barabbas or, or Yahshua to be released, they all wanted Barabbas. What shall I do with, you know, the king of Israel? Crucify him, they said. Well, I'm washing my hands, he said. They said, his blood be on us. And it was. And that's when the destruction of Jerusalem came at the hand of Titus, a governor, you know, a, 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 a soldier, captain, whatever his rank was, from Rome. You know, there, there's a lot of things for you to consider when we go through these verses. Because we're not just going through them to teach you history. We're not just going through these things to tell you about Judah. But these things point to the justice of God and what he requires of nations, even today. And it requires you to listen, otherwise you're going to be sad and your kids will be cut off. It is time to be smart. It's time to wake up. It's time to listen. But America won't listen. And God's only going to tell it to repent so long. Then after that, the cup that I've described here is going to be America's. And you could rightly say, well, what about the other nations who sin? They sin worse than America. You know, there's one problem with that. Whether Americans like it or not, there was a covenant formulated at the very beginning. Because when the pilgrims got here, they made a covenant with the Lord God before they ever walked ashore and built anything. There were Christians. There were believers on this land. And they asked his blessing. And we've had massive revivals, huge churches. We've had a nation blessed rise to the pinnacles of the nations. There's been no greater nation, no freer nation, no people of a nation that have had so much and now today have turned their back on the very one who has blessed them. Woe unto thee, O harlot. 
I castigate thee, O America, for thou hast refused to listen. Let the voice of the Lord God ring out in the halls of the churches who are faithful. Let the faithful of the Lord say, Repent. And let the halls of Congress all the way down to the bum on the street admit, We need to repent. Let this land be filled with the glory of the Lord and the power of God. In Jesus' name. Father, thank you for your word tonight. Blessed to those who hear it whenever they do. May God have mercy on this nation. May the people listen. May they repent in Jesus' name. Before God on this 2nd of February 2023, I, the watchman Dana G. Smith, declare this to be true. And I say unto thee, let it be recorded in heaven. And I have made the call for America to repent, along with many others whom I know. And she didn't listen. Your time is growing short. Okay, Tower. Okay. Well, thank you everybody for joining us. We're glad you're here, and we hope this message has been one of hope for you. No matter what we're going through, the Lord will redeem us. We can have that hope and peace in our hearts. And may the Lord God richly bless you and keep you and make his face to shine upon you. We love you, and we pray for you. Please pray for your brethren around the world and pray for us. We thank you. May God bless you for all you do for him. Good night, everybody. Don't forget to go over to our websites. The W.I. Warren Radio Ministries is an end-time ministry. We were called specifically to this end-time ministry. We are in our 25th year now. But before this ministry... We began in the mid-70s, a long time ago. We have walked a long trail. We have always been visited by the fact that America as you know it will cease to exist. Go by our websites at warren-usa.com, danaglennsmith.com. Read the articles. Listen to the shows. Check out my new book, The Rising, by Dana Glenn Smith. It's set in America and it has to do with a lot of things that you have seen in America. I wrote it and finished it before COVID hit. Take care of yourselves. Consider what is said tonight. And let this video, I mean this audio, and this show be heard around the world. And may the people who listen, may they take heed. For the time is near. Let the words echo out. Forgive me, Lord. Forgive us, Father. We repent. May God bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you and give you peace. Good night, everybody. Shalom. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Warren Radio.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.